From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Friday, May 20th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. Police are reporting an unusual incident that happened about 30 miles southeast of Zanesville. ONN's Andrew Kinsey explains. In Morgan County, a man behind bars for allegedly attacking a man with a hatchet simply because he refused to give him a ride. The sheriff's office saying Sunday night, 58-year-old Anthony Siniak approached the victim in his van at the San Hollow campsite. The victim told Deputy Siniak asked for a ride, and when he refused, he attacked him with the hatchet. The victim fired his gun and Tignac ran away. Both were injured but are expected to be okay. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Akron police are asking for the public's help to find whoever is responsible for a shooting that killed a 28-year-old woman. Lataja Leatherwood was a passenger in a vehicle traveling on East Avenue in Akron Tuesday just before noon when someone in another vehicle fired a weapon. Leatherwood was reportedly struck in the head by a bullet and later died at an Akron hospital. Police say they do not believe that she was targeted and they are asking that anyone with information contact them. The Toledo Women's Center is the only remaining abortion clinic in the Glass City. ONN's Madeline Watkins has more with the clinic's educator and patient advocate, Allison Egan. The center also offers birth control and adoption resources. It's open three days a week with five doctors. They have to be here. Um, They have to be the ones to write the prescriptions, administer the medication. Um, They're here if we need help with, you know, a tricky ultrasound or something as well. Egan says 80 to 100 patients reach out to them on a weekly basis, but not everyone follows through with their appointment. The clinic will continue operating until they're told otherwise. Madeline Watkins reporting in West Toledo. The Ohio Nurses Association marched outside the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center in Columbus yesterday. They're demanding an investment in more staff. ONN's Yolanda Harris has the story. Months of contract negotiations build up to this. More than 700 nursing positions remain vacant. The association says this results in unsafe working conditions and long wait times for patients. The Wexner Medical Center sent us a statement saying in part these activities as part of the union's bargaining tactics are unproductive in reaching our goal of a fair agreement. We vigorously dispute the union's allegations which are being made in the context of contract discussions. I'm Yolanda Harris. In southern Ohio, health officials are still trying to figure out what caused more than 100 people to get sick at a camp in Scioto County. The Portsmouth Health Department says 114 people got sick while attending the Camporee at Camp Molly Lauman last weekend. Two children were hospitalized. Health officials say they suspect norovirus is the cause. Dr. Mark Conroy is an emergency physician at the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center in Columbus. He says getting norovirus is no fun. People come in with nausea and vomit diarrhea, they feel dehydrated, and those are some of the most common signs and symptoms of norovirus. It's not something that causes long-term or, you know, significant health problems, but it can certainly make your child uncomfortable. It can certainly make for a tough couple days while the symptoms are at its worst. The Girl Scouts say all events at the camp are canceled through Memorial Day and heavy cleaning is being done in the meantime. The head of the Food and Drug Administration, Dr. Robert Califf, says the end of the baby formula shortage is in sight. The United States was facing infant formula supply chain stress even before the Abbott Nutrition recall that began in February. 
the pandemic, the war in Ukraine, and labor supply issues have all had an impact. And I can assure you FDA has been working tirelessly to address this issue. The commissioner told a House subcommittee that the shortage will get better within days and back to normal within weeks. Meanwhile, Abbott Nutrition's Michigan baby formula plant that's been closed since February could be back open by next week. The company says once production resumes, it could still take about two months until new formula begins arriving in stores. A move made yesterday by Ohio's largest university isn't sitting well with the governor. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has the story. Governor Mike DeWine calling out Ohio State University for raising tuition for incoming freshmen. He said, quote, this is not a wise decision. The OSU Board of Trustees voted to approve a 4.6% increase in tuition for new in-state students. That's a $549 increase from last year. The university says a new rate will be locked in and rates won't go up for the students while they're in school. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Ohio's updated unemployment rate is a little lower. ONN's Dave James reports. The Ohio Department of Job and Family Services says Ohio's unemployment rate for April was 4%, down from 4.1% in March. The national rate is 3.6%. The state says about 9,500 new jobs were created in April. Ohio's labor force is just short of 5.5 million, while there are just over a quarter of a million classified as unemployed. Dave James, Owen and News. Travel and Leisure has named the Franklin Park Conservatory and Botanical Gardens the most beautiful place in Ohio. It joins spots like Acadia National Park in Maine and California's Yosemite on the state-by-state list. The 13-acre attraction east of downtown Columbus showcases more than 400 species of plants. The Ohio House has approved a symbolic resolution calling for the restoration of Ohio State's 2010 football season that was vacated after a memorabilia for cash scandal. ONN's Angela Ann reports. The resolution calls on the NCAA to reinstate the team's 2010 record in which the team won 12 games and lost one. That season was vacated following revelations that players accepted cash and free or discounted tattoos from a Columbus tattoo parlor and also traded championship rings for cash. The NCAA now allows players to be compensated for the use of their name, image, and likeness. Angela Ann, ONN News. Your favorite soft drink may soon have a new look. Coca-Cola testing out new bottle caps that don't come off. The new bottles feature an attached cap with a design the company says is supposed to make it easier to recycle. The move is part of Coca-Cola's global World Without Waste initiative. The new caps will start rolling out in the U.K. this week. No word on when they debut here in the U.S. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.